It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is the latest news surrounding Cowboys cornerback Kelvin Joseph and can Trevon Diggs repeat his all-pro season? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, training camp is here. How you doing, buddy? Good. Uh, but as as per usual every year, right, the, the first week of training camp is a lot of excitement, a lot of bluster on our part. Not a ton going on, really, other yeah. than people signing up uh, and showing up and getting their hotel rooms and kind of doing glorified walkthroughs. So, uh, football is here. Football has arrived. Training camp is here. Um, but it, it is going to be a little bit of a wait before we start getting actual good, you know, solid football information. But I am excited because, you know, it's basically, uh, you know, it's like Christmas Eve, I guess, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. What, what's what's the equivalent? It's like here, the first day of school, right? It's like syllabus. Day. Okay. You don't really have a lot of homework. You're not doing a lot of studying, but uh, you're learning about where your classes are at, where your locker is at. That's that's, that's what I compare it to. That's, that's, that's fair. I think it's a good 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 comparison. Uh, so we're going to continue with our training camp preview. I know we've taken a couple of weeks off. You and I have <laughs> been uh, on vacations a little bit. Oh, sorry. We're, we've been on trips. There's a difference. Uh, yes. We'll talk about that at a different time. We've been on trips. <laughs> but we're going to talk about the Cowboys cornerback uh, room. And we've got some news that actually happened, well, last week at some point. But according to Mickey Spagnola, uh, DallasCowboys.com, Calvin Joseph, who was involved in a shooting back in March in Dallas, which we've talked about a couple different times. Um, he has been cleared by Dallas County officials. Doesn't seem like anything legally is going to happen here. Doesn't mean that he couldn't be suspended by Roger Goodell in the NFL, but we had a feeling some news was eventually going to come out of this, and now we have it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess – it was a little bit kind of disorienting because, you know, I, I think a lot of us had assumed uh, that, that this would already had taken place. I mean, we just hadn't heard anything, you know, about the police. They had already made an arrest uh, for, uh, I think, for the actual murder and had a suspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we didn't really hear anything about Kelvin Joseph. So to kind of get some sort of and, and I honestly don't even know exactly how official this is, but any kind of notification that it seems like. That the police are are no longer viewing him as a suspect or as mm-hmm. a person of interest. I, I think that that's you know a good sign for for at least the legal side of things for him being kind of put to bed now. Obviously, with with the NFL and with Roger Goodell uh, and with the new you know uh, uh, punishment system that they have in place, 
it's it still very much has to work through those organs, I'm sure. Um, so we may not have heard the end of it, but I think that the the obviously the most problematic, the most troublesome yep. part of this, the legal side uh, seems to be at least kind of finished with him for now. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if Calvin Joseph gets a hefty fine and maybe a one or two game suspension. Like that's probably pretty likely. It's not going to be a super long term thing. He might miss week one, or he might not even miss a game this season. We've seen this before, where yeah. the NFL is really slow to to move on these things, and he might be suspended for a game next year or later on in the season. So we'll see. Um, we are talking about the Cowboys' corners today, so we might as well go ahead and start with Calvin Joseph, who. Yeah was a second-round pick last year with the Cowboys. I don't want to call it a panic pick, but it was pretty clear like the Cowboys wanted Trevon Merrig, the safety from CCU, and once he went off the board, uh, the pick right before them, they needed a cornerback after Patrick Sertan and J.C. Horn were off the board in the first round, so they took a chance on Kelvin Joseph. What are you expecting here in year two? It's hard to know. I mean, you know, he's an incredibly talented player. I think that much is, is certain. Um, you know, obviously he came into the league being drafted where he was because he's had, you know, I don't know that I, I would call his previous issues to this off field issues as much, um, as much as kind of just disagreements with the coaching staff, not seeing eye to eye about stuff. He's had problems. He's had, you know, uh, coachable problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's definitely a reason that he, you know, he left LSU originally uh, but at the same time, you know, his talent also was able to get him back into another SEC school. So, uh, and then, uh, you know, kind of summarily dismissed by that coaching staff when he was time for him to go to the NFL. So there is something there, there with, 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 uh, with, you know, with him and, and, and the off field. I mean, again, not off field, but this is an off field thing. But yeah. There's something there with with a maturity level. That, thing that's the word I would Joseph. use, maturity, right? And and I think that that's really going to be the kind of thing that holds him back if 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 he's going to get held back because he has just talent oozing everywhere. His his athleticism is perfectly aligned with what you want as a cover corner. Mm-hmm. He's got all that in spades. I think the matter is, is he going to take his opportunity seriously? to develop himself, to grab this brass ring. He has a great opportunity again, way more so than last year to take this starting job. Uh, And he has a chance to put this off field stuff behind him and and kind of really take that job and really turn into an incredible player because he has that kind of talent. The question is, can he, you know, does he have the self-discipline to kind of do what it takes to do that? And I think we're going to learn a lot about Kelvin Joseph, the player and the person I think coming up in this training camp. I think we'll have a pretty good idea where he's at by the end of August, right? Because, man, you, it's so hard because I'm trying to say the right thing here. But it seems like there was a lot of problems even last year in Dallas with maturity. You know, maybe not showing up on time, uh, maybe sometimes being a little bit confrontational. He was in the doghouse for a lot of the year last year. I know he dealt with some injuries and some some things like that, but. I don't know if the Cowboys coaching staff completely trusted him. So going into year two, how much more faith do they have? Do they have any more faith? I don't know. I think if he has a strong training camp, he could stay on the field. Uh, he's an X factor for this defense, but Lane, he's almost somebody that I'm not like relying on or thinking about like, hey, they, they need him to be excellent. It's kind of like, hey, if, if he's there and he plays well, great. But they don't necessarily necessarily need him 
to be good or to be great in order for the defense to, to be successful? The, the good news is, is, as we'll discuss here for the rest of this podcast, is that the Cowboys actually have themselves set up really well at the cornerback position. They have a lot of depth. They have guys that they can rely on at the at the second, you know, first, second, and third position. They don't necessarily need uh, uh, Kel. They're not relying. They're currently they're not relying, not on, relying him, on Kelvin right. Joseph. Right. Kelvin Joseph is uh, a, a potential, you know, elevator of, from this floor. I don't. I think. I think right now, if Kelvin Joseph wasn't even on the roster, you would be okay. You know, I don't, it's not like it's going to be. I mean, a they had huge... like a top five. They had a top five defense last year without him really playing, and they didn't lose anybody in that cornerback room. You know. No, and, and and they have gained a couple of the rookies, and, and and you've got a guy, some other guys that have you've got another year of experience. So, I I, I think that for this is a, a cautionary tale for Kelvin Joseph more than anybody is that this team is not in a spot where they need you. So if 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 you you know are going to be a, a problem, you know they could easily find a way to kind of you know. I mean, they could move him, on. Or, or at least it's, it's, it sounds weird, but like, let's say Nation Wright is just really good in camp, right? And you've got Anthony Brown, you've got Diggs, you've got Jordan Lewis. That's four corners right there. I mean, what if Bland was, starts pushing? You know, what if what if it, what if some of these undrafted guys that they like start pushing? It, like, and you know, CJ Goodwin is going to be one of that, you know, the sure. bottom corners. So that's already five corners. Like, I think. I think he's going to make the roster. Let me, let me just be yeah, clear. Absolutely. But would it be totally shocking if the Cowboys just like, Hey, you know what? He's not one of our top four corners. We're just going to move on and not deal with the headache. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be totally shocking to me, Landon. Uh, again, I, I'm not I, predicting that. Though. I think he's run out of runway, you know, yes. like he's, he's kind of like he was, I think he was given a leash, but he ate into that leash very quickly. And now it's gone, you know, uh, uh, and by leash, I mean, leeway, you know, yeah. a lot of, of room to kind of, uh, to grow up and all that, I think with this latest incident, it's now okay. You better play well. Like you have. It's to time to really it's time good. to show up. Yeah, because we're not going to save your roster spot for when we have a number of good corners behind you uh, that aren't going to. Uh, we're not going to have to worry about whether exactly. they do something if off you're, the field. They're not going to worry about if they're showing up on time for their workouts. If you're cornerback four or cornerback five. We're just not going to put up with it. Now, if he's if he's clearly the second best cornerback on the roster, and there's still some maturity things, I think the Cowboys might look past some of it. But if he's just not really elevating or separating himself from the rest of the pack, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's a yeah. huge year for Calvin Joseph, uh, not only for the Cowboys but probably for his NFL career. Uh, yeah. All right, let's let's uh, take one break to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to the Bet Online uh, website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we talked about Kelvin Joseph and his role in this team. We should mention maybe the Cowboys all-pro cornerback last year that had 11 (laughs) interceptions. I don't want to really ask you how repeatable is that season because it's He's not going to get 11 interceptions. Like, Trevon Diggs just isn't going to do that. But can Trevon Diggs be uh, – can he be a Pro Bowl to all-pro level cornerback again this season? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Look, I, I think, you know, inter, you know uh, turnovers are, are uh, a stat that, you know, you're going to regress to the mean. Like, if you, if you have an incredible season one year, regression is just something that's going to happen. I think the thing that you know isn't going to change is that Trayvon Diggs has an affinity and a skill for uh, being around the football. Um, I, I just don't. I don't think that is going to regress. So I, I think you know the number of interceptions may regress. I wouldn't be surprised if he still had an incredible number of pass deflections this year because he just has a skill and an ability for you know uh, uh, getting quarterbacks to throw his way and then it's, and then playing the ball in the air. And, and I think the, that kind of stuff, there's a reason that, that those kind of stats translate from college to, to the NFL mm-hmm. is because those guys have a skill that they're able to avail themselves of. So I, I still think that Trayvon Diggs is going to be around the football a lot. Whether he can convert that to interceptions at, at, at the same rate, I don't know. Um, you know, whether – I think where he needs to work on is, is kind of trying to – get some of the uh of the yardage down a little bit trying to you know uh, uh be a little bit I don't bit even really stickier. worry about that because a lot of that came when games were already decided. To me sure. it's it's just the consistency of like yeah that's being a little is. stickier. Making yeah. the tackles in the open field when you're the, kind of the last guy of defense. Like just cleaning up some of the little things and that, to me, that's what's going to make him a Pro Bowl, All Pro cornerback. To someone that we're talking about as a hey, this is an, an elite, elite cornerback in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about Trayvon Diggs is because of this season and because of his ability to catch the football and attack it at the highest point. I don't think I think for the rest of his career, teams are going to be nervous about throwing the football to his side, oh. you know, and, and what, yes. you know, in one way or another. So I don't know, how, you know, we'll see how that effect kind of plays itself out in the regular season. But, uh, you know, I don't think that like, I don't think that like for, <laughs> Trayvon Diggs is going to get 11 interceptions and then suddenly do nothing for the rest of his career. Like I, I think regression from 11 interceptions could mean seven interceptions, which is still incredible, you know? Yeah. So I think that that's something that we'll keep in mind. He will get better. The interception numbers may not be the same, but that doesn't mean that that Trayvon Diggs isn't improving because he's just yeah. such a young player at the position. I do want to say he, he's really only played forty career games yeah. in the corner. Two two seasons in the NFL, one full season out of Alabama. He's got seventeen interceptions in forty games. Like this is just kind it's of what crazy. he does. Like he finds the football again. He's still pretty young in terms of learning the position. He's a young player in general. I think he's only like twenty three years old. I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, let's yeah. talk about the other starter, the corner, the other starter cornerback that doesn't get a lot of respect. I mean, nationally or even from Cowboy fans, nope. Anthony Brown, who, if you just take away one game last year, the Raiders game, I thought he was phenomenal. I mean, he was so good last season and yet this is still somebody that doesn't get a lot of respect. 
do you expect him to be uh, as good as he was last year? Yeah, I mean, I I think you know when Anthony Brown has been healthy, he's been a good player for this team for years, you know. And 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 look, I wouldn't get a tattoo of a chip on my shoulder, but I you know I get it with him, yeah. man. Like you know, yeah. he's kind of been he was a extremely late round pick. I'm pretty sure he's a six round pick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and was able to it's, on of, his, it's straight underneath the chip on his shoulder. That's right. Yeah. And was able to <laughs> kind of work his way up from there and, and get significant starting snaps in multiple years. And, you know, despite one season where he was kind of battling through, I think it was a rib injury and s- several other things where he didn't play his best football. I thought last year he played fantastic. Yes. Uh, you know, I think if you look at what the conversation was around this team, uh, at, let's say a year ago now, right? Like this time last year, we were really, really, really concerned about what this defensive backfield was going to look like because, I mean, how quickly can we get – we've got to make sure that Kelvin Joseph gets up to speed. We have to make sure that Kelvin Joseph gets to speed. We can't go into the season with Anthony Brown as our cornerback too. Anthony Brown was one of the best second cornerbacks in the NFL last yes, year. Especially considering like, how many targets he got. Yep, He got more as many targets as probably anybody in the NFL because no one yep. wanted to throw a digs anymore. And, and the way he responded was incredible. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going into the season with a, uh, an expectation level with Anthony Brown, you know, like I, I expect him to play at a good level because I think that we have seen that when he's healthy, he plays very good football. He's a good player. I mean, and yeah. I, what I love about the Cowboys now is that they figured out his role. Like early on in his career, is, does he an outside corner? Is he a slot corner? I kind of think he's an outside corner now. I think his game is just better on the outside, which leads me to Jordan Lewis, who is the better slot corner. I, I used to be in the camp that I thought Anthony Brown was better in the slot than Jordan Lewis. That was proven wrong last year. Jordan Lewis was phenomenal in the slot for a couple of different reasons. He's tough. He has a really willing tackler. He's a great blitzer, which is something the Cowboys probably need to utilize more. But having Jordan Lewis, a veteran slot corner on this team going into the season, it makes me feel really good about their top three. I mean, I, 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 it's hard to, to even you know talk about how much or how much confidence I have in the top three in this cornerback room. Yeah, it's shocking. You know, I mean, compared to where we were again last year after a down season, they get some consistent coaching uh, last year. Now they've got a second year in this same system. Uh, And and my confidence level in Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis specifically is higher, as high as it's been. And I think that that it's such a luxury for both of those guys to have bounce back seasons and, and, and to be right about those players after signing those guys for the Cowboys because. Now you can do what you need to with, with someone like Kelvin Joseph. He caused problems. Now you don't have to worry about if Nation Wright can, is developing or not uh, as quickly as you need him to because you've got these guys who you know immediately can come in and play and give yep. guys like Bland and, and, and you know Joseph and Wright uh, all the time They can actually the just be developmental guys, which is fantastic. Yeah. They're not pushed to play. And that's when you're taking guys like Bland, you want them to have time to develop. And now you can yeah, I, I think that that's that's you know it's such a luxury that it's really going to play hopefully huge dividend pay huge dividends for the Cowboys uh, down roster corners. Uh, without looking, do you know how old Jordan Lewis is? Is he twenty seven? He's twenty six. 
I mean, he's been in the league for like 12 years, right? I mean, <laughs> this is his sixth uh, season uh, with the Cowboys, and he is 26 years old. I mean, that's that, crazy. I, I'm still not sure if we've even seen his best football yet because it was just two years ago, 2020, when he finally started to see like a majority of the snaps and became a full time starter. I mean, there's a chance that Jordan Lewis, now that going into year six, is completely confident in his role. He kind of has his. Uh, his spot carved out on the roster. Why couldn't Jordan Lewis have a career year this year? Absolutely. He could. I mean, he's again, back to back years of the same defensive coordinator. He has a very specific carved out role that fits his skill set incredibly well. So uh, I, I, I don't think, don't think it's outside the question outside the question that he could have a great year. I want to talk about some of the down roster corners because I'm really excited about some of them on the team. Uh, But before we do that, I wanted to tell you guys about Dave. Uh, Sometimes we get into a pinch where we need just a little bit of money or sometimes you're having to live paycheck to paycheck because whatever's going on, unexpected expenses do come up. But Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you absolutely need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That is more money to to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or just to catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some help, download Dave and thinking it, think of it as a helping hand from future you download the Dave app from the app store right now. That is D a V E sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to Dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve member FDIC. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's uh, talk about some of the down roster cornerbacks. We should start with Nation Wright, who the Cowboys spent a third round pick on last year. And if you remember, Nation Wright at this exact time last year was kind of the star of training camp. Like he was yeah, having he a was. fantastic camp, goes into the season, plays a bunch of special team snaps, doesn't play a ton on defense, but uh, he is part of the equation, at least a little bit, 23 years old, I believe he turns 24 during the, the season. Is it possible that this is the year that maybe he overtakes an Anthony Brown or completely beats out Calvin Joseph in training camp? Yeah. You know, what's interesting with, with Wright is with all these guys. I mean, if you look at the list, you know, whether Wright or, I mean, maybe not as much bland, but it's like, I feel like I've heard a little bit of something about these guys except for Wright. Right in the off season, and all during the regular season last year, and all during the training during training camp, we kept on hearing the drum beat with Wright. Oh, especially during training camp, he's oh, he's just playing great. He's playing above. Could he take Joseph's spot? Could he be the the number two corner? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it never quite got that far. And and as the season rolled around, he uh, 
not unexpectedly kind of took a step back into the into the the rest of the of the roster and 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 that's when you know you, some of these veterans start to step in and, and actually make themselves known and that's when Lewis and Brown all of them started to play really good football but I, I think Nashon got a, a, got his feet wet a little bit last year got an opportunity to play some snaps on the field not a ton but he did get on the field a little bit in the de- mm-hmm. in defense he played special teams um, I think this is unfortunately he's another guy that because of the numbers. Um, he's really got to have a good year this year, right? You know, it's just you know, they ended up going out and drafting another guy in Deron Bland. I've got more faith in him than Calvin Joseph, by the way. I certainly do too. I mean, it's certainly Which like just weird based, to say, right? Well, I mean, I don't know that it is. I mean, I, I, Nation Wright's not the the physical specimen that Kelvin Joe in that sense, right? He's not yeah. like the athletic specimen. Let's say that he's right? not the four three guy that can just run with anybody, right? But I trust Nation Wright based on his work ethic and training camp and what we've seen in the regular season to do the work that's necessary to get where he needs to go to be a starting level cornerback, right? That's where I have. Well, I mean, that and he played a million special team snaps last year. Like, he's just going to be on this team in some role. Now, what is his role on defense? I think that's up for debate. But I I, I, I just think his floor is so much higher than Kelvin Joseph's. I see. Okay. I I think, okay. I think I agree with you, like, as far as like their career floors. Yeah. Cause I definitely is going to hang around for seven years playing at the very worst special teams and being a fourth or fifth corner. But I'll say this. If you're talking about the floor of their play, like on a snap level play to play, like I think you could put Kelvin Joseph out there with no practice and he's just so talented that he can go cover a guy. Like, like without a doubt, and, and not give up a, you know, a, a huge play. Whereas Nashawn Wright may, you know, spend four extra hours after practice, may may work twice as hard, and may get on the field. And at least, you know, the, the player that we saw last year, that's all I'm going off of, and, and may not be able to play quite at the level of Kelvin Joseph just because sure. he's not physically as talented him, as him. Having said that, Nashawn Wright, I think, is – one of the guys that I would definitely put on a list for uh, second-year breakout players, right? Guys who I I believe, based on their what we saw last year, that I felt like got the the enough experience and has the work ethic that his second-year jump could be incredible. Like we may come in and just be really, really impressed with what he did in the offseason, the way he's changed his body, and the way he's looking right now. So uh, I have a lot of faith in Nation Wright because of what we saw, how well he he was able to kind of keep up with uh you know despite a lot of of uh, hand wringing over the pick right and the fact that he actually yes. proved that he maybe he did belong as a third round pick and he has that kind of talent so i definitely agree that i think you know if if you were making me put money on on who is going to play more snaps next year I mean, I think it'd probably be a 50-50 split between – I put my money 50-50 on Joseph and Wright, and that's not saying good things about Joseph, right? Uh, I think that Nashawn Wright, if he can take the kind of leap that we expect from guys going from first to second year, uh, he could be very much in the in the conversation for a starting job, certainly taking Joseph's spot, I mean, and, and beyond. I, I think there is that possibility because – despite not having the kind of athleticism that Joseph has, he's still incredibly big, incredibly long, and he fits what this defense wants uh, uh, as a boundary corner. So also mentioned nation, Wright, Another player that's extremely kind of green when it comes to playing cornerback. He, he had 16 collegiate games at the D one level. 
Uh, he came from Laney College, uh, yeah, the Division II school, but I'm um, uh, sorry, junior college school, but he just has not played a ton of big time yeah. games. So this is typically when you see players take the biggest step of their careers from year one to year two. He's a guy yeah. that I'm really keeping an eye on. Uh, just a couple other corners. CJ Goodwin, he's going to make the team because of special teams, probably not going to play any on defense. The only other corner that I really wanted to mention here, it, it, we mentioned it a couple different times, uh, but Deron Bland. Yeah. You know, somebody who big, long, athletic, uh, you can see it on tape, but doesn't have a ton of college experience either. What's What are the expectations for him, for him as a rookie? I mean, you know, that's the thing. It was, I, I, I don't know that it was a surprise that the Cowboys necessarily took Deron Bland. Um, you know, but I think that it's it's a very crowded room at this point, right? And and I think for Bland, he is a guy that when you go back and watch his tape at Fresno, Fresno, right? Is he the Fresno State kid? Yes, Fresno State. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Like he has really good man corner skills. Like he's really sticky in coverage. Uh, it was kind of surprising, frankly, that he lasted as long as he did. Just like going back and watching him. Um, but I, I think again, it's it's a very crowded room. I, I you know, I it's think- going to be hard for him to make the roster. Like he's going to have to be excellent in camp and preseason to make the roster. Because just go through the names: Diggs, Brown, Jordan Lewis, Calvin Joseph, uh, Nation Wright, CJ Goodwin. Are they going to keep seven corners? Probably and, and- not. And I think that there's other guys like I think this Isaac Taylor Stewart kid from USC is going to get rec- is mm-hmm. going to get some uh, looks. Uh, it sounds like the Cowboys really like him. So uh, there's going to be there's this just going to be a ton of competition all the way through this room. Like it, it, it's at the top, it's it's in the middle, it's at the bottom. There's just going to be guys pushing each other. And 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 I I really hope that what that means is that we're going to get on the other side of this training camp with a really tight group. Of, of really good corners because uh, they're going to have to go through the gauntlet just to even make this team. Right. And hopefully, you know, at the end of this, even if like we get a tight group of guys that we like, you know, there, there's certainly an opportunity to maybe flip one of these guys for a pick a little bit later, yeah. maybe for a player sure. near the end of training camp, uh, because this is a spot where the Cowboys are not only deep, but maybe, uh, you know, like too deep to the point where they could actually flip one of these for, for an asset, some other spot. We'll say the preseason is going to be a lot of fun because when we get yeah. to that second and third preseason game and you get to the second half of these games and you see somebody out there like Bland or Nation Wright or Taylor Stewart like playing a bunch of snaps, it's going to be really interesting to see because those guys are all NFL players. I think they're all contributors on good teams. be interesting to see how it all plays out. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. We'll be here all week long talking about the training camp news out of Dallas. We know padded practices don't start until, I believe it's next week. Landon, I get there, actually, basically. Say, yeah. Landon will be out there. They, they decided to wait until Landon gets out there it's nice uh, for practice. So this is where you're going to want to be for all of your training camp updates. Follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher, and we'll see you guys next time.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.